Welcome everybody to the Mental Health Hour. Uh, this is episode 63, our live Q&A for, um, and we are uh, answering your questions sent in in the month of August and some of, I guess, July, uh, but mostly August. Uh, we started prepping for this episode. These are hit episodes. Um, everybody loves these. So here is the deal. If you follow us on uh, any social media, make sure you at least follow us on this media. Uh, make sure, yeah. <sighs> Did you hear an echo there? Yeah. <laughs> so the reason we're doing a retaping is because of all the distraction from Penelope and from um, Kermit the Frog made a made a show. At that point, we had just lost complete control. Um, Penelope was out of. She was just an absolute fireball on um, Wednesday night. Would not let me put her down. So she was in most of the episode. And um, uh, Tracy, good to see you. Uh, Med, welcome. And uh, so yes, we want to do a retaping and do this kind of properly as Gemma starts the episode by derailing me with <laughs> some background noise from who knows what. Um, so, anywho, let's try this again. Welcome everybody to the Mental Health Hour. Welcome to episode 63. Welcome to the live Q&A 4. We are excited to, to do our fourth live Q&A um, what this is, and I'll have Gemma kind of go over the rules as we always do, but what this is is um, your guys' chance to interact with us uh, live and in person instead of on the Discord and um, our social medias. Um, speaking of social medias, before we get too far, as I was saying a little bit earlier, join the Discord. Uh, we tweet, uh, you know, I usually tweet out on the, the Twitter um, that's my favorite place to do things, uh, other than Discord. Um, our Discord community is amazing. Um, so that would be our primary source of information. Um, uh, but my, my personal favorite is Twitter. Uh, I didn't do anything about this tonight. Um, we're just kind of here. So we wanted to, uh, you know, make it better for our YouTube audience our replay audience, that is, and our Spotify, that is brand new. Um, so uh, we shouldn't have any babies crying or any um, trumpets playing, whatever the case may be. Um, so that being said, live Q&A 4. We've done three of these in the past, obviously, um, and they've gone over very well. Everybody loves these episodes, um, and we get asked uh, – or I get asked if uh, we're still taking questions. We are always taking questions. You don't have to wait for one of these episodes to contact us, and we will even answer questions live on other episodes. Um, you just let us know. Kind of give us a shout-out in the DM somewhere so that uh, Gemma usually keeps an eye on um, the forms, the, the Google Docs. 
um, and says, hey, Tim, we have a question. Uh, can we answer this one live? And we'll do that. Um, but then these are separate shows just for uh, the fun of uh, talking mental health, talking about different topics of mental health, talking about everything mental health related. Um, so that is what we're getting into tonight. It's a re rebroadcast, a retaping to make it better. Um, once, uh, once I get that done, uh, I'm sorry. Gemma's going to go over the rules, but real quick, let's mention next week or next Wednesday, which is only four days away. Wait, what day is today? Friday? Friday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days away. <laughs> we are having the beautiful and amazing Veda Ashley is finally joining us on the Mental Health Hour. Uh, we will be talking with Veda about PTSD. I have uh, personally had conversations off of uh, HAPS and off of Twitch with Veda about PTSD. And uh, we we really have some good talks. I enjoy them. Um, she knows a good bit about it and has stories of her own. Um, so really looking forward to this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, Gemma is and uh, Veda are great friends as well. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody remembers uh, Veda from the H Word days, and uh, she's doing. She's thriving over here on Twitch as well. Um, I will go ahead, and we have a banner made. So uh, there it is. Uh, her Twitch uh, link at the bottom there twitch.tv slash beta ashley if you haven't given her a follow check her out she's real cool down to earth and we are going to have a great chat next week uh really looking forward to this episode all right um again if you haven't already follow us on our discord um the bio link obviously uh we throw that up there every uh, every week got everything from uh, how to submit a question, how to request an episode, how to be a guest on an episode, and all of our socials. Hit that up. Give us a follow. Share us out, please. That's If there's one thing you can do, we don't ask you guys that join us every week. I, I'm never going to ask you for bits or subscriptions on Twitch or any of that. Um, if you guys want to do that, that's, that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, this is September, um, so I mean the the, the subs are thirty percent off, I think. But I'm never going to ask you guys to do that. We like doing this show because this is for our mental health as well. Um, so we're not here for the bits. We 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 love the bits. <laughs> they help keep our show going. Um, and uh, we put everything back into the show, like this StreamYard um, subscription was bought through bits and subs and everything. Um, however, we're never going to ask you for that. If we can ask you for anything, it's to share us out. Uh, hit that share button, subscribe. Um, and and uh, I don't mean subscribe as in the Twitch subscription. I mean like the YouTube version where you you follow us. And uh, mm -hmm. and then share us out. That is 
free of charge. And how easy is it if you have 100 people on Instagram that follow you, you just shared us out to 100 people, and we thank you for that. That helps us out more than anything. Um, and more than any bits and more than any, uh, you know, subs here on Twitch would, uh, as far as the mental health hour goes. Um, now, Gemma does streams for baking and cakes and bakes, cakes, and what is it? Automobiles? <laughs> Bakes and automobiles? Yeah, wow. Um, now, now, that's all subs and, and bits and everything. I love throwing stuff out there for her. But um, as far as the mental health hour goes, share us out. That's the, it's, the, uh, it's free, and it really helps us out because we want to reach as many people as we can. All right, all that out of the way. Gemma, can you please go over some of the ground rules of the episode? Uh, yeah, so like with as with every um, Q&A that we do, it is an open document which you can submit and it has been left to, it's been posted everywhere so the public have access to this. We did get a few that I've had to uh, remove because they were completely unrelated and inappropriate. However, for the most part, what I do, if there's any names or anything, because we say no names, um, no way of identifying anybody um, on the forms, if there are, are any names mentioned, I will remove the names when reading them. And if there's a mention of a he, she, I tend to take that out just again just to further make it so that nobody can be identified by the questions but just keep it mental health related keep it polite it's not an excuse to attack anybody or like throw any nastiness towards anybody but if any are mentioning names which a couple of these do i will be reading it as as close to what is written as possible but I will obviously remove the name to protect the person that it is referring to. Right on. Thank you, Gemma. So mm -hmm. all of that being said, I think we are good to go. Let's dive right into question number one. And um, again, as Gemma has mentioned, these are completely anonymous. Um, yeah. Those of you that I think I remember from Wednesday when we did this the first time, um, in between all of the screaming fire and uh, frogs, I think I remember hearing Gemma say that there was a few um, of the questions that had little pin numbers or uh, initials or something. If you did take the time to do that and to identify that that was your question, feel free to reach out further with us mm -hmm. on Discord. And um, if we don't answer fully, um, we we can uh, certainly talk uh, privately, mm -hmm. off air. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Question one. What do we got? Okay. So, what made Tim decide to go to rehab instead of staying outpatient? Uh, that's a great question, um, and a good a good one to start with. Uh, mm -hmm. And I remember. I remember this question from Wednesday, and uh, right about now, Penelope started uh, screaming mm -hmm. because this is very, this is a very good uh, topic 
to kind of figure out your step one. If you're in um, any kind of 12 step program or um, are looking to achieve that step one, which is my life has become unmanageable. I have a problem essentially um, coming to terms with the fact that you have lost control of your life. Uh, that is uh, step one in brief. Mm -hmm. uh, so in my journey or in my, uh, I, I don't want to say journey, in my, in my drunken stupor, when I was still drinking and everything, and I was still deny, 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 I don't have a problem. This is bullshit. Y'all leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was going to always do that forever. Mm. Uh, I was going to protect my drinking because that was priority one to me. Mm -hmm. uh, above, above marriage, above everything else, drinking was number one. I uh, I have all I have the divorce papers to prove it. I have um, I almost lost my job. I I lost everything except for my job, my my house I owned, um, all of that. I have documented proof that drinking was priority one in my life, mm -hmm. and I protected that. I didn't have a problem, you know, uh, and I was forever gonna. I was forever going to be that way until it came to the fact that now I'm killing myself. I wound up in the hospital with the pancreatitis, as you've all heard on this, on this show before. Um, now we're in life and death situation and I'm still choosing to drink, still choosing to drink. Even though I know now it's going to kill me, I'm still choosing to drink. That's when I hit that step one, that epiphany moment where, excuse me, my life has become unmanageable. It's out of control. This, mm -hmm. uh, not my life isn't out of control, but this problem is out of control, out of my control. I have no, zero control on this. All, the whole time I thought, man, I'll keep this under wraps. I'll keep this in check. You know, I'll protect it. I'll, I don't have a problem, blah, blah, blah. And for a long time, I was able to keep reeling it back in. You know, the, the line, the fish would start fucking rolling out. And the line starts coming. And I would reel it back in and keep it close. But man, that thing, the line broke. It's out of control now. Out of my control. So that's why I needed to go to rehab because I needed, I needed the help. I needed the foundation um, to be successful in, um, in sobriety to, to be able to grab a two year chip. I needed that rehab, that inpatient, that intensive, therapy, that intensive care. Um, I needed that. That was my personal, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's body is different. Everybody can handle things differently. Um, I know my friend is going through some stuff 
and she um, is able to handle her situation without uh, a 12-step program and or inpatient care. Um, and that's great. Uh, but sometimes it seems like it's going to slip away from her. And I want to help, but I, I can't. Um, you have to do it yourself. Mm. And my path led to inpatient care. So I hope that answers the question. Um, and we can move on. That being all said, I hope that answered the important yeah. rehab. Yeah, and I think like um, I know when I went as an inpatient for self-harm, another bonus of being inside for rehab is you can't get to what you're trying not to as easy because if you're in rehab, you can't just go and get alcohol, whereas I couldn't just go and get something to harm myself with or... yeah. Um, you know, that makes it a little bit more difficult. That, that's true. I mean, it is a controlled mm. environment. Now, mm. the, we'll, let's write this down, Gemma, for an episode. Talk about inpatient care. Mm. Um, it's a good, we could probably do an hour's worth of content on it. Um, mm -hmm. Because, yes, what you're saying is very true. It's a very controlled environment. Um, yeah. But we can expand on that and, and talk about what kind of a bubble you, you really Definitely, get. Definitely. Yeah. Especially when it a, comes to self-harm and things, that's very, very controlled. You're in a, you're in a protected bubble. And then mm -hmm. when you graduate rehab, uh, guess what? That bubble is gone and you're back into the real world. Uh, so we'll definitely, uh, try and do an episode on that coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, next question uh, is, I often hear Tim speaking about trauma therapy. Can you elaborate on this topic? What is trauma? Because to me, it means injury. I wasn't. Um, okay, it says, I often hear Tim speaking about trauma therapy. Can you elaborate on this topic? Because... Trauma to me means injury. Okay. Um, yes, trauma is injury. Um, trauma is... I'm trying to think of how to accurately put trauma without pulling out Webster's Dictionary. Um, but trauma is any kind of... And I'm sorry, I just realized comments weren't scrolling for me. They were paused. Uh, so I've been missing some comments. Danny Bruno, what is up? Uh, <laughs> welcome back. We're doing this again, um, just without with less distractions. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Um, it is Friday night, so we really didn't expect uh, a lot of folks uh, to trickle through, but we wanted something more clean-cut audio-wise for our replay. Um, anywho. Uh, trauma therapy is um, was essential and still is essential to my recovery. Um, that's why I talk about it so frequently. It is uh, so. Let's go ahead and, and just 
let, you know, I don't know why we don't. Um, I said, I don't want to just pull out Webster's dictionary, but let's, let's do that. Trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience or number two, physical injury. So it's both a deeply mm -hmm. distressing or disturbing experience. Um, so uh, we all go through that. Uh, we see things in the fire service that we just should not see. No mm -hmm. human uh, should see uh, the graphic level or the level of graphic um, content that we uh, get to uh, feast our eyes on, for mm -hmm. lack of terms. Um, that right there is an example of trauma. Um, yeah. Where also, whoever wrote this question is correct. It is physical injury as well. If you mm -hmm. get in a car accident and break your femur, that is a trauma. Um, yeah. That is a traumatic injury. Absolutely. Um, so trauma therapy is processing those negative experiences, those yeah. um, uh, through, through uh, and, and, you know, we're, go ahead and tune in. If you're listening or watching or you watched on Wednesday, um, uh, whoever wrote this question, go ahead and tune in next week with Theta. Uh, PTSD episode. This is this is going to answer your question, um, uh, 100%. We're gonna we're gonna dive into trauma processing and what that is. Um, mm -hmm. So, 100%. Uh, uh, great topic. Um, thank you for the question. It is yeah. there, there is injury. And Gemma, did you want to add anything? Uh, so just like. For different types of trauma, um, like we've discussed bullying, uh, abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, intimate partner violence, childhood um, trauma, like actual injury, um, anything that can affect your mental health basically is deemed as a trauma because it's a way of, it's the way it affects you whereas a physical trauma will cause injury to you, physical injury, a um, trauma like something else that affects your mental health will affect your state of mind. And that also takes some repairing or getting around so that you can process and live your life again. And more often than not, um, trauma that is mental trauma can take a lot longer to heal than that of a physical trauma. Um, but yeah, that definitely yeah, something that we'll be discussing more next week as well. Yes. Yes. Um, next question. Yep. Go ahead for. Yeah. Um, right. I spoke with you all earlier about a friend of mine that has been struggling with alcohol. I cannot get them to notice that they need help and they have gotten far worse. I am sad for them now and don't know what to do. I appreciate you guys and your help. 
So again, it says, I spoke with you earlier about a friend of mine that has been struggling with alcohol. I cannot get them to notice they need help and they have gotten far worse. I am sad for them and don't know what I can do. I appreciate you guys and your help. Awesome. So what we're looking at here is... Um, I think we talked with this uh, this this person before um, about a friend of theirs. If I'm thinking of the right person, I think it was, uh, and I'm not going to put names out there, um, but uh, I think I know exactly who we're talking about here. And it hurts me as well because it's a friend of mine. Um, uh Everything, and I was just talking with a, with a friend about this. You cannot help a person by screaming in their face about what they need to do. They need to figure this shit out by themselves. They sure do, and it it um, they're not going to be able to receive the help that they will need until they're ready for it if you understand what i'm saying um there there's there's people out there that definitely need an extra hand um and and your your friendship means everything to them um i don't know if i'm if i'm making much sense Gemma. uh yeah. maybe you could, maybe you can help me out with this but like two friends like you and I, mm -hmm. we're really good friends, right? Yeah. yeah if, if you saw me struggling with alcohol, mm -hmm. you could yell at me until you're blue in the face, but I'm not going to respond because I'm protecting my thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, your friendship is still very important to me. And I can speak, because I went through this, I can speak on this. Um, I may shut you down, and I may tell you uh, to get the hell out of my face, and, uh, you know, I'm fine, fuck off, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But knowing that you're still there, and you're um, kind of when I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I have somebody there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like, as as a friend, if that like if that ever happened to to you or to anyone that I'm friends with, I would know. The best way I can say this is: nobody likes to feel like they're being attacked. Nobody wants to think that they're having they are they're they're like them pulled apart by someone. So the best thing you can do as a friend is just to let them know that you are there and when they are ready to accept that that is a problem, you are still going to be there. You can say, like, you can let them know gently that, you know, they're not themselves, something's going on, but they don't want to, you don't want to be like, oh, you've got a problem and like feeling like, making it feel like they're being attacked because 
that could only end up in exchanging of words that would upset both of you and more often than not if if something was a, a said that was upsetting like if you if somebody say if tim said something to me because of like that he wouldn't mean it it's just like a knee-jerk reaction to the situation at the time and um that's what i mean about don't like don't go in there all guns blazing like trying to say that you've got a problem you need this you need that the best thing to do is just be gentle about it and let them know that you know you're still there you're still a friend and hopefully in time they will see that there's a problem and then you can work on it together i guess mm -hmm. i don't know it's, it is hard because nobody wants to see their friend going down that route but at the same time as a friend you want you want to be there for them but you also don't want to risk pushing them away and isolating them yeah. whereas that is likely to happen if you say that there's a problem everybody everybody needs to come to terms with their shit on their own you know it, it yeah. really does it really does have to happen that way and you know mm -hmm. um, the more and more i dive deeper into what Alcoholics Anonymous is and the program itself and how much, how many people it's helped and how much the range that it, it can expand from, um, it doesn't just need to be alcoholics, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you, can, you can scrub that word alcoholics out of there and you can put anything, insert anything here, you know? Overeaters Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous. Um, I can't get over a stupid love affair Anonymous. Um, these are the things that we, everybody goes through their own shit, right? And there are 10 people within a 50 mile radius of you right now that are going through the exact same shit. That's the cool thing. Mm. Uh, like Gemma and I were just talking before we came on. I was trying to clean up behind me. Uh, so my camera shot, uh, I had like some junk piled up here. Junk. Yeah. Um, so, and I was just laughing and I'm like, you know, everybody thinks that they're, uh, that all their neighbors' houses are, are pristine and like just clean dust free you know vacuumed all the time and everything when the, in all reality i've been in your houses uh everybody i've been in your houses on the ambulance and shit uh everybody's houses is dirty <laughs> <laughs> and cluttered and junk everywhere and don't freak out about this shit you know you're mm -hmm. not the only one like this we all live the same kind of lifestyle um it, it just group therapy comes mm -hmm. to play there. Uh, and I 
am a huge advocate for group therapy. A lot of people don't like it because they don't like the atmosphere of being involved with other people. But when you really sit down and root yourself in and you <laughs> and you feel uh, the connection from nine other strangers that are saying the same fucking thing that you feel. I'm sorry for I forget this isn't my channel. This is Gemma's channel. Um, but whatever. Oh, we've had all the language. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, Go for it. But there, it, it's just that important, though. They feel that same fucking thing that you feel, you know. Mm -hmm. And until you sit in a room with nine other people that you can honestly, honestly connect with, and AA is group therapy. That's exactly what it is. It, it's group therapy. Um, you, you just you don't understand how good it feels mm -hmm. to, to look across the room and say, this person understands exactly what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Because for the longest time, I feel like I, I feel like I have something wrong with me. Like there, I'm the only one that feels this way. And to be in a room with nine other people that that are saying the same things that are bouncing in my brain is just wild shit, man. And mm -hmm. it really helps you connect with the fact that you're not alone in this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, all right, next question. I think we beat mm -hmm. that one pretty good. Yeah. Okay, this one says, I appreciated the remarks on bullying. I was bullied pretty hard in school and isolated from most of my classmates for a long time. Can you speak more on the topic of bullying and do another show? Um, I think I answered this one on Wednesday with a hell yes. Yeah, we um, need to do more. We'll do another episode mm -hmm. on bullying. Thank you for the... Uh, remarks. Thank you mm -hmm. for watching. Thank you for listening, and thank you uh, for uh, telling us that we're doing a good job. Uh, that's what it's all about. Um, yeah. We want to. We want to be there for you guys. We uh, and you guys are there for us, just the same. Mm -hmm. So thank you. We will uh, definitely do um, some more episodes on bullying. Yeah, absolutely. Downsizing, yep. right? Next one. Uh, this is another request for an episode, I believe. But uh, can we talk about codependency? We can touch on it like now briefly, but I think definitely another episode. I know we did the one with um, oh god, Sarah Lightman, yeah, but definitely codependency, codependency is um. Wow. Yes, uh, we definitely need to do an episode. Um, that is something that I know very little about. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, I found out I needed to learn more about it uh, as it pertained to my life. Yeah. Um, just to give like um, an example then just on here of uh, codependency 
it says codependency is a circular relationship in which one person needs the other person who in turn needs to be needed the codependent person known as the giver feels worthless unless they are needed by and making sacrifices for the enabler otherwise known as the taker so it's like that need to be needed hey franco tim dropped off okay we'll uh, see what uh, i'm hoping he's coming back and that that's just hear me? Not... oh yeah i can hear you, you your your pitch has gone though oh well lovely <laughs> of course try restart it like with the camera or something just got the mental health out there we go you're back very good um, so it's just that need the need the want and the need to be needed and like another example here it says a woman is married to a man who is an alcoholic she always puts his needs before her own and thinks she can help him become sober through showing him affection she is unknowingly enabling him by giving everything he requests and covering up his destructive behavior. So they're just two different examples of codependency. Yes. It's a, it's a great topic. And I didn't, um, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about it yet, but uh, we'll dive into it for sure. Uh, and I'm sure uh, like we, we, we did, uh, as Gemma said, we did touch on it with um, Sarah Lightman. I'm sure we can mm -hmm. find a guest out there that will want to come on and talk about codependency. That would be yeah. more than. Definitely. Um, no, there's no name. Right. Next one. Sure. How do I get out of the cycle of self-sabotage? The cycle of self-sabotage. Yeah. You need to listen to your best friend. Um, it's one of those things. So we were just talking. We were just talking about, uh, you know, what uh, what the hell was it, Gemma? Jesus. Uh, what were we just talking about? The, the last the question, I'm sorry. The last the, question. The codependency one? Not, not codependency, the one before that. With the um, the alcohol and how to um, yes, be a I'm, friend to somebody. Yeah. Um, how you're, you need um, to wait for that moment where you know it's time to do something. Mm -hmm. So the person is uh, self-sabotage. This yeah. uh, some person is self-sabotage. Your friend is self-sabotage. Um, for for the audience or for the live view viewers right now and for uh, the replay viewers, let's just take me and Gemma again. Gemma is self-sabotaging her, her life. And I I'm, that I'm watching her tank. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm telling her, hey, quit being a fucking idiot. Um, you're doing dumb shit. Uh, you, you can 
as I was saying earlier, you can mm -hmm. tell people this till you're blue in the face, but mm -hmm. until until Gemma is ready to accept the fact that she screwed up, mm -hmm. or I mean, okay, I don't want to say screwed up. Um, that that's kind of harsh, but like maybe walk down the wrong path. Is that better? Um, yeah. It, it, Gemma walked down the wrong path. And uh, I see her going down the wrong path. And I'm like, hey, wait, come back this way. Back this way. We got to go this way. Uh, and Gemma's just like, nah, hell with that. I want to go. Mm -hmm. This this path looks way cooler. You mm -hmm. know, let's, let's go down here. Um, it looks more fun. It looks more adventurous. Um, I, you know, get my jollies off, all that stuff. Me not being so adventurous, I'm I'm safe. I want to be safe. I want to keep Gemma safe. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, 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 come on back. Because also, I'm safe for a reason. Uh, I just went through all this shit. And I... I'm telling you that you're going through this shit and you need to come back to me. Come, come stay with mm -hmm. me. But you want to, you can't do it. It just can't be done. That person, mm -hmm. Gemma has to, Gemma has to make the ultimate decision on her end. I can mm -hmm. not make you do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. You want to add on to that? We've done we've we've done this like this has literally happened for us. I am very very good at self sabotaging, and it says it like and again the example of self sabotage says occurs when we destroy ourselves physically, mentally, or emotionally, or deliberately hinder our own success, well being by undermi undermining personal goals or values. And when I had quite a few things happen with me online. Um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm no good. And I was absolutely ripping myself to pieces, saying that I'm no good, can't do this. And I was literally ready to give everything up. This, like the, the show, everything. I was ready to just say I can't broadcast anymore. And um, it, you, you helped me with that and like saying about don't listen to them and making me realize that, that that they were just a few people out of many and made me realize what I have got going and what I can do. And I mean, at first I didn't listen, but eventually I started catching on to it and continued and I didn't want to give up on this. And it, you know, it's it's really easy to see the bad things that you believe that you like things that you're bad at if you think that you're bad at something. And the way I help myself get around this is journaling. I know we discussed this so many times, but writing down all the things that you achieve in a day, all the things that you're good at. And 
as I say many, many times, even if just that for that one day, all you did was get up, even if you didn't get dressed, even if you just got up out of bed, that is an achievement. And it is more than some people do. And write down all the things that you've achieved, all the things that you're good at, all the things that you enjoy. Don't focus on the other stuff. That will subside in time. But focus on the positive things. Focus on the good things. Speak to your friends about what they like about you, what they think you're good at. And it, it does get easier over time. It's definitely not an easy route, but it's it's one that can be done with um, with time and with help. And um, I have some stuff that I'll post in the Discord regarding self-sabotage. Because, yeah. um, I, I, as I say, I've been there a lot myself. Been there, done that. And um, I will post what I've got in the Discord to help. So, uh, sounds like a good time to <clears throat> remind everybody that if you um, are not already, please uh, follow our Discord. I just realized I was looking at the Twitch screen uh, while um, you were talking there. And while I'm doing stuff on the computer, I'm just sitting here like <laughs> in the camera. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time I've done that. <laughs> So this is episode number 63, so uh, let's mark that down as 63 episodes, 63 weeks of episodes where I now have, what do they say on uh, TikTok, I'm, I was today years old when I realized that uh, I'm just giving you a face when I'm doing stuff on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Does that make me a really good friend for not telling you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway oh dear follow us on our discord follow us on twitter twitch uh all the good stuff uh let's go ahead and promo veda's episode coming up next week next wednesday september 7th 2022 the incomparable veda ashley joins us for a roundtable discussion on ptsd um it's gonna be a great episode um number 64 and there at the bottom is all the socials that the Mental Health Hour is on. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Basically anywhere and everywhere you can find us. Our main hub here is Twitch. Um, thanks to uh, Haps uh, going down like the fucking Titanic. And uh, found us all over here, washed up. And uh, so, uh, Danny Bruno says episode 69 is going to be lit. Um, what should we do for episode 69? Noise. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll do something sexual related. Sex okay. and mental health go hand in hand, um, especially with those drugs. Uh, Gemma, how many questions are we looking at? Right. Um, for remaining seven, seven. All right, let's let's hammer down. Okay, so this one I need to edit a little bit. Okay, 
I am really concerned about my friend online. They are spending an absolute crazy amount of time obsessing over someone they are very clearly besotted with. And it is very obvious that it is a one-way thing, but they cannot seem to accept it. It is not only getting them into a lot of debt, but it is making them very depressed all the time when things are not reciprocated. They start to say they are fed up and want to give up on life and everything. I am not actually sure if they mean it or not. What can I do to help? It's a difficult situation for all concerned. And there is um, an initial on this one, if the person that wrote in wants to add to this. Um. Um, like, I just to come back to something that we answered before again about friends and things, again, it's one of those situations where unless the person that this involves wants to see that there's a problem, then again, it's like a catch-22 situation where you're not going to be able to do a right lot until they realize themselves that there's a problem. Sure. And as harsh as this is going to sound, if the best thing to do is to, for this person to say how they feel, and if the, if the feeling is not reciprocated, obsessing over them, spending excessive amount of money on them isn't going to help. No amount of money in the world will make somebody love somebody else. You can't do it. You cannot buy somebody else's love and affection. Throwing more money after more money after more money, it ain't going to work. Yeah. As the friend who this is writing in, they need to see that it is their problem. They need to see that it's they're the ones with the problem. No matter how many times you tell them that this isn't right, this is not something you should be doing. Unless they see that for themselves, they're not gonna they're not gonna listen. Yeah. And unfortunately, you say that they're already in a lot of debt. It's probably going to take that for them to realize. And as much as as much as you can do and as much as you can say until they realize that there's a problem um, hopefully it won't come to it where there's more debt and they start losing things or whatever but it really is one of those things where they have to realize it for themselves but no amount of money in the world will make somebody love you they might love the attention you are giving them and the things you are buying them, but they will never, ever love you in the way you want them to if they don't already. You cannot make someone love you, and that might sound harsh, but it's true. And that is one thing that we do on here. Whilst we try and help, we're also very honest. Yep. Anything um, you want to add? No, I think you handled that perfectly. Uh, and I think there's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's another question that's uh, on, on par with that. We can go ahead and knock that one out as well. 
Yeah. Um, right. Okay. I am not sure if this is the best place to write or not, but it does actually affect my mental health. It would be lovely if you could do one of these where we can write in for advice too. Anyway, I have developed feelings for someone who I originally met online and many people have commented about it, but not the person I want to comment on it. I don't know what to do or how to get them to say whether they like me or not. I do wish I wasn't so bothered by other people's opinions and influenced by my past experiences as it really seems to affect the way I am today with people. I don't know what to do. So I think the best way to do this is to break that up into two. Uh -huh. The um, Again, with the feelings, the best thing to do is tell somebody how you feel. The only way you're going to get, the only way you're going to know is to tell them. You can either write it down. Sometimes people are better writing things down, writing their feelings down, really? and giving it to somebody if you need to. But the only thing you have to be mindful of when you are writing something, typing something, is that you cannot read somebody's tone. So you need to yeah. make sure that when it is read, that the tone is not misinterpreted in another way. Because you can't, when you're reading somebody's message, you can't pick up on their tone. Exactly. And many, many times have I heard people saying that somebody said this, somebody said that, and it was a misunderstanding, misunderstanding based on the way the message was that written. By the tone. That happens all the time with Gemma and I. I mean, just texting back and forth. Like, yeah. you know, not in any, any bad form, but we misinterpret tones. Um, mm -hmm. I, it happens with my wife all the time. Shit. That happens constantly. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a great point, Gemma, yeah. to, to add into that. When you're texting or typing or, or writing a letter, whatever the case may be, um, mm -hmm. you have to take that into consideration. Because when you're writing that text, I know you're, because I do it too. I know you're standing there typing it like, you're you're putting all kinds of inflection into it. Blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. This is how it's supposed to be read. And then my wife reads the text all plain, and it's like that's not how it was supposed to be read. Damn it! <laughs> so, anywho, Gemma has a great point there. Yeah. Um, keep in mind that people aren't reading as you as you want it to be inflected and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, and then um, when when will right a person's name notice me? I give them everything they want, but I still feel like they ignore me and hardly talk to me anymore. This makes me sad. So when will person's name notice me? I give them everything they want but I still feel like they ignore me and hardly talk to me anymore. And this makes me sad. Um, I think 
like the best thing to do there is to tell the person how you feel. Um, read, that, read that again. Okay, when will, and then there's a person's name, notice me. I give them everything they want, but I still feel like they ignore me and hardly talk to me anymore. This makes me sad. So, as I say, like, definitely tell them how you feel. Okay. Um, tell them, and you have to remember that everybody has their own lives as yes. well. And where you think they might be ignoring you, they might just be genuinely just busy. Yeah. Um, like, if... Are they in the same time zone, for example? Because there's like five hours between us, which makes it complicated sometimes. And um, then there's other, like just everyday life. People have work. People need to do things. So, you know, it's. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, burp. Um, you're never gonna. So I'm not the best person to come to for advice as far as relationships go, or when you're gonna be noticed. Um, I I've all of my relationships I've kind of fallen into. You make your own. Uh cocoon if you will or your your own bed uh when it comes to relationships you get out there and you do what you need to do to uh make yourself known you know um it's it's a hard thing to do to be noticed um but you don't want to also you don't want to dump a thousand dollars at somebody that mm going to uh, reciprocate in any kind of way with uh, at least acknowledging that mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what this situation is um, nor does it matter um, it, it, it happens frequently on live streaming platforms um, mm -hmm. where somebody falls in love with someone, uh, you know, a streamer, um, is somebody that's in a hot tub or some shit like that. And yeah. uh, they just start pumping money their way. Um, mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing as back in, the, back in the day when, you know, when I was growing up, uh, we went to strip clubs and, uh, spent money, you know, threw money for no reason at, uh, girls taking their tops off. You know, same thing. You just throw money uh, virtually now. Yeah. So, uh, not that. Oh my God! I don't want to. <laughs> I, I better. I better stop. I'm not comparing um, Twitch streamers or anything like that to strippers. That is not the case at all. Uh, please don't take that um, out of context. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was just. I was just saying. Um, we're gonna, we throw money at things that we like, 
you know, yeah. uh, even video games. Like on here, uh, there's a guy that plays video games, and I love watching his content. Um, I've thrown him some cash flow uh, mm-hmm. to help him uh, advance in his video game thing because it interests me. It, it is uh, an interest of mine. We all have money. We can, we're adults. We can spend money how we want to spend money. It doesn't have to be sexual. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm putting a blanket out there. Uh, I don't want it to be compared to a strip club. I realized as soon as I started talking about that, that I was like, oh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the thing is, like, when you're doing it online and you don't actually have to physically hand over cash, it's really easy to not realize just how much you're spending and then when we look at such as twitch and the the bits you don't really associate how many bits are how many dollars or pounds or whatever and sometimes when you're like giving them and giving them and giving them you're not putting the monetary value to them until it comes to buying more and then you think god damn that didn't last long yeah, and um, it can really add up to the point where you think, "Wow, I got through that really quick." Um, but it it is, I I see it I see it all the time I see it all the time and um, yeah don't again as we've said with the previous question don't think that you can buy someone's time someone's love. And someone's affection because you cannot some people will try some people will there are people out there that will like I guess that's part of what they do and each to their own I'm not judging anybody for what they do people will give incentives shall we say for monetary gain but that's what they do that's their job for want of a better way of putting it i guess but what you can't do is think that by doing that you are getting their time undivided time or love because that's something that isn't on offer they're not offering that damn anyway next question you I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. You hit, you hit the nail. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was okay. making sure I was right. That didn't sound right when it came out. You hit the nail on the head there. Yes. Yeah. You hit the nail. Uh, next one. I don't like rejection and I need attention from my friends. If I don't get it, then I get sad and lonely. I'm so fed up with everything. So it's kind of like what we said before about people have do have their own lives yeah and you have to realize that at the same time that One more time for not reading. everybody can be on call 24 7 but also friendship is a two-way thing it's a two-way street in, indeed and there's give and take and if you feel like you are giving and not getting anything back and i don't mean anything physical i just mean like like when we talk um 
Tim and I talk, I will message him, he will message me, we always check on how we're doing and stuff. It's we both check up on each other equally, don't we? It's not a one-way thing. And I have friends in the chat now who I will regularly check up on and they do the same to me. It's a two-way thing. I don't expect anything physical from them. I don't expect any monetary gain from them. It is just a friendship. And with friends, we will talk, we will chat to each other, but we also know that we live our own lives and that we're busy. Yeah. And we have to respect that at the same time. The best thing with this I can do, uh, I can suggest, is like, Speak to your friends, tell them how you feel. Um, perhaps, maybe, if you are friends with a few people and they are all friends with each other, maybe make a group chat or something. Because maybe people are free at different times to then chat to you. And then you can all chat together, but you can be there when, like, like when one person's available, another person might not be, and they can chat that way. But the, the, the hard thing is, for example, I don't work. I am a single mom, so I have that to deal with. But I know when Thomas is at school, I'm at home, and my friends, a lot of my friends work. And if you're sat at home and you're bored, then that can be difficult if you've not got a job or if you've not got something you do on a regular basis. So that can be hard. And it can be harder still to see your friends all busy getting on with their lives. But you have to realise that they are getting on with their lives, but that doesn't mean that you aren't a part of their life. Yeah, It just means for that time that they are busy, but they will come back and chat to you when they're not. But I definitely recommend it if you are friends with a few people that know each other and stuff, maybe make a group chat. Get in there, chat to each other, and then when someone's free, the other one might not be, and then vice versa, and then at least you've got someone to talk to, right? It's just an idea anyway. Anything to add? No, I like that. I like that a okay. lot. Right. This one is... I spoke with you earlier about my past and how I was raped. I just wanted to thank Gemma for speaking on this topic and we will talk again soon. Just wanted to say thanks. Okay. Well, it's got no name, but if you ever want to reach out again and discuss this, feel free to do so. I'm happy to chat anytime. Yes. Um, number okay next one my husband displays all the signs of an alcoholic but i fear it's more than just that are alcoholics typically addicted to other things as well love the show by the way been watching since the haps days oh Gemma's got the H word. i think we've said it a few times now <laughs> um, so yes uh i do remember uh, touching on this question last um, two days ago, yeah. uh, I, I, it, this was another one that made me want to redo the audio for this episode. Um, mm. 
question if uh, Gemma would, wouldn't mind reading it again. Um, yeah. So, my husband displays all the signs of an alcoholic, but I fear it's more than just that. Uh, alcoholics typically addicted to other things as well. Love the show, by the way, been watching it since the Haps days. Yes. So, we talked about this briefly on Wednesday, and I couldn't get um, all the necessary words out that I wanted to with Penelope screaming. Um, alcoholics are addicts, right? Can we agree on that? Mm -hmm. Alcoholics are addicts. Um, just like anybody, just like drug addicts uh, are addicts, it's the same thing. So we're, let's take, let's break this down for a minute. Uh, when you're an alcoholic, are you just addicted to alcohol? No. I, I guarantee that if, well, I can only speak for myself, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, my fellow alcoholic friend would uh, agree with me. If you gave me a handful of pills, I would gladly pop them for that mm. altered mental status feeling because that's what it's all about, that buzz, that high, that, uh, you know, that drunk. That's what we want. We want that altered mental status. Um, yes. Uh, to answer this question, yes, uh, alcoholics are most certainly addicted to other things. Um, and I think I've talked about it on here on the show before. I get addicted to good things too. Like uh, when I got home from rehab, I was addicted to puzzles, jigsaw puzzles, because yeah. that was how I filled my time not being at the bar anymore. Um, I, I got addicted to ice cream, ice cream, sugar. Um, absolutely. Uh, addiction is... If you're addicted to one thing, I would fancy to say that you could probably be addicted to everything that you find you feel good. If you have that addicted personality, addictive personality, I guess I should say. Does that make sense, Gemma? Yeah, definitely. And um, I've, I, like, I find it, I've, I've had, it's, it's a different kind but I've found um, people that I've known that have been addicted to things. I won't go into too much detail, but I found that they've been very easily taken from one thing and addicted to something else. It's it, it's true that if you are, can be addicted to something, you very much have an addictive personality. And um, it's like sometimes it's trying to replace one addiction with another. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, and when it's like, like this question might refer to about fearing it's more than just the alcohol. Yeah. It's trying to determine what, um, what the signs are, I guess, for the alcohol, what the, 
the effects are of that alcohol addiction and then what is there anything else and that that's the hard thing trying to work out what what part what is part of the alcohol addiction and then what is part of potentially something else like is it like for example somebody that i knew was drugs or gambling my ex-partner was absolutely addicted to gambling to the point where when we split and i started out i found literally hundreds and hundreds of scratch cards uh all in a bag that they'd been trying to hide and things so that was quite wow but yeah definitely um trying to work out the the what what is part of each addiction i guess yeah next question last one as well last question yeah i think actually there was one that came through on instagram last night that i didn't see come through i'll check that well, in a sec. fire it up yeah um so this one is how do i stop being jealous of people how do I stop it? Is this the one? Is this the new one, or was did we? Do no, this? this came last night. I'm just going to fire the Instagram up for the new one. This came last night. How this was on last. We did this not last night. We did this um, last time, but there's one more that we didn't. Okay. So I'm How do get I stop being jealous of people? Stop caring what other people think about you. Mm -hmm. Stop resentment. Yeah. I, I think um, it's the best advice I can give. Um, I was I was highly I was a very jealous person um, as far as with my wife uh, and um, everything like that. Like you can get it in your head pretty pretty good. So can Gemma read that question one more time? How do I stop being je jealous? How do I stop being jealous of people? How do I stop being jealous of people? Mm -hmm. um, why? Break down why are you jealous of, of? Yeah, like what is it you're jealous of? I, I guess it's it's good that you recognize mm -hmm. that you are jealous. Mm -hmm. um, there's no reason to be jealous of anybody because nobody is better than you. Um, that's just a fact. Nobody's better than you. Um, I, I I think that's a fair statement, you know, to mm -hmm. say. Nobody's better than you. So don't be jealous of anybody. Um, but really, stop, stop putting so much um, stock into what people think about you. Who gives a fuck? Honestly. Who cares what people think about you? It really doesn't matter. At the yeah. end of the day, at the end of the day, does does it do anything or change anything in your life that uh, somebody that you're jealous of or whatever? What what what's the point? Uh, Gemma, am I right? Yeah, definitely. And like, just to add to it as well, like I'd say, I guess, what is it that you're jealous of? 
and then is it something like like I mentioned before is it something that you can do yourself like if it's an ability or like like art or music playing an instrument or something like that something that you can potentially learn to do yourself why not use that as an incentive to learn a new skill try 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 it out if it is something else like appearance or like something like that that there's not a right lot you can do about that and it's just trying to deal with that I guess the best thing to do is look at the things that you are good at, look at the things that you can do and that you can achieve. Because I bet that for every everything that I guess you're jealous of or that you would change about yourself or that you wish you had different, I bet somebody wishes that they had something that you've got. And it's... We all look... We could all find something that we are not happy about when we think about ourselves or we wish we could do or we wish we could improve when it comes to our own selves. But I bet we could also pick something if if I was to say to pick something good about Eric or Dimmy or Tracy or Danny or Tim, anybody in this audience now, we could all pick something that we are like that we like and that we admire about the other people so think about it like that and i don't know like it it i guess it depends what it is that you're jealous of but i just i've got so many good traits as well it goes back to the basis and the foundation of alcoholics anonymous Get rid of the resentments. Get rid of everything. That negative energy. If you mm -hmm. resent somebody, you, if you're jealous, then you are resenting them. You know, so get rid of that negative energy. And your life will be better. Stop caring about. Stop caring so much about what people think about you. If, mm -hmm. if somebody thinks that it, if you're playing a sport, right? If you're playing basketball and you're not playing basketball correctly, you're you're kind of like tracing basketball. Mm -hmm. Then um, you you need to <clears throat> let me let me try and word this better. If you're drawing something and get um, now, let me. This is tough because uh, one of those things where you know what you want to say, it's just trying to get it out. <laughs> well, it, it, and it's it's not just get it out, but it's um, tiptoeing around different things. Um, mm. I'll just fucking say it because I am who I am. If you're if you're drawing something and you are accused of tracing. Um, then you need to uh, stop worrying about that shit because it's not going to <laughs> uh, at the end of the day it's not the end of the world you know what I mean like you know your own ability kind of thing 
Yeah. You know, you know what you're capable of. You know your own ability and your other people's opinions shouldn't matter. Exactly. Anybody exactly. that anybody that knows you, anybody that cares, anybody that is genuinely your friend won't mind and won't matter. Other people's opinion doesn't matter. Thank you. You were tiptoeing around that. I know exactly. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it, it, it's a fucking. It's it's a great uh, example. Um, yeah. of what needs to be said and uh, yeah mm -hmm. I, I tiptoe around but you know I think Dave Chappelle said it best <laughs> because fuck them that's why <laughs> yeah. yeah very true anywho and at the end of the day like definitely you, everybody knows their own ability Everybody knows their own worth. Everyone knows what they are capable of and what they're not capable of. Anybody sure. that doesn't, if if you have to prove your worth to somebody, they're not worth proving it to anyway. So you know, um, if you if you have to prove stuff, if if you if if they ask for proof then you have to think, well, why are they asking for proof? And do I really need to prove this to them anyway? Exactly. Um, but, yeah. So. Very true. I don't... And if they're still gossiping about it months down the line, then that's on them. You know? All right. Okay. All right, guys. That is our that's show. Yeah. An hour and a half. Well done. I think mm -hmm. we answered everything. Guys, if you did not get the answer that you wanted from the question that you submitted, please follow up on our Discord. Follow up on our uh, Twitters, Instagrams. Please reach out. Um, our amazing mod, Hattie, uh, Naomi Hattie, uh, you can reach out to her as well. We're going to give her a mailbox on the Discord. Uh, we'll do that tonight. Uh, so myself, Ooh. Gemma, and Hattie are all here for you. We want to talk. We want to chat. We want to mental health it up. Um, next week, don't forget, we got... Beta Ashley coming live with us. PTSD 2. We've done an episode on PTSD before. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go back and watch that tonight and, and refresh my brain on what we talked about. But um, there was a question or two about trauma therapy tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, we will be talking about that next week with Beta Ashley. Uh, if you don't follow her, Head over to her channel. Um, Gemma has the raid powers tonight. Uh, so yeah. if anybody wants. Anybody on? Let me look. Let me look. Community calendar. Let me throw some names out there for. Yeah. Uh, we, we love our Ella, the bunny mom. Please support, like, subscribe, and share out everything um ella uh my bunny valentine.com 
promo code FIREDUDE15 get mm. these awesome uh, Oops, it's alive. Get these awesome <laughs> and uh, there's all kinds of gifts, um, apparel, and, and all kinds of great stuff on mybunnyvalentine.com. Please go check her out. And she streams late night doing the ukulele and the guitar. Uh, we got our friend Array of Sunshine um, mm -hmm. 21 here on Twitch. Uh, please check him out as well. Um, I'm going to throw this one up there as well. Uh, Catalyst with Jim in Chicagoland. That's every Wednesday night. Tonight is Friday. I know we're off. Uh, but 11 p.m. Eastern, Catalyst, Jim in Chicagoland. Uh, Jim in Chicagoland. Uh, <laughs> great streamer uh, on Twitch and uh, a good friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all I've got. Uh, everything else can be found at the bio link right there on your screen. We will see you back here next Wednesday. Um, yeah. Casey is here. My wife is here off work. So Penelope will not be a factor. Um, I can't we, promise I won't have factors, but you won't. <laughs> we will be talking with the, the one and only Veda Ashley, a great mm -hmm. friend of ours. Um, I know Betty loves uh, Veda Ashley and Gemma and I have been friends of hers for a while. And we will dive a deep take a deep dive into ptsd uh, i'm really stoked to do this episode so everybody have a great weekend labor day weekend 